Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hype Function. I am your host, Jeffrey White, and on this monthly podcast this month, we're going to be talking an awesome preview of Star Wars, all the crazy things going on next month. So much is happening, and we're going to talk about it all. Joining me, very grateful to have this awesome person on. He is the host of the Star Wars Underworld podcast and uh, one of three hosts, technically, at that, that wonderful program on Culture Slate. But yeah, good to have him. Dominic Jones. What's up, Dominic? Hey, Jeffrey. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me back. I'm, I'm, I'm always surprised every time you that you want me to come back. I always feel like every time I, I just destroy your show. And... <laughs> And yet you keep asking. So uh, one of these days, one of these days, I think you'll reach your breaking point. You'll be like, no more, no more. You're done. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of curious, Dominic, because I've in the past, I've always had you with Din, a.k.a. Yeah. 105. And I wanted to do just something a little bit different um, because I know I haven't had you on in a while. And there's so much Star Wars stuff to be hyped about. And but yeah, thank you for being for being on and uh, responding uh, t- to my messages about that so the month of may 2022 we got star wars day on may 4th who knows what's going to happen although you might probably know what will happen we'll get to that in a moment (laughs) we have um obi-wan kenobi first episode or no sorry first two episodes coming out may 27th on that friday and that very same weekend for four days we got a Star Wars celebration for the first time since before COVID. That was three years ago. See, it's funny, Dominic. A few mm-hmm. days ago, it was like the three-year anniversary of, of the previous celebration. Yeah. And I remember looking at my Facebook memories. I'm like, wow, that was three years ago? And we were all getting hyped about Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian yeah. Season 1. We've it, come it, a long way since then. But like, it, yeah, it's, how- it simultaneously feels like it's been way less time and way more time. <laughs> Like I, Celebration Chicago was not three years ago. It was either six months ago or a decade ago. I, I anything anything other than those two just doesn't seem right. I remember talking to Ben right after that celebration, and this was at a time when like the fan base was very divided. We had Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. So so, so always <laughs> fair. It's very fair. It, it's still very divided. Um, if you look on certain corners of the internet, of which I choose not to. <laughs> Good call. It's Good call. My sanity. I hope my my sanity's been a lot better, <laughs> especially since I removed my Twitter account. But um, anyways, what me and Ben were talking about, I remember he was on my podcast and he. And we were talking about how Celebration shows the very best of Star Wars fandom. Is it perfect? Of course not, even at Celebration. But you see the positive vibes. You see people getting excited, jumping for joy and cheering you know, to see their favorite actors and actresses, cast and crew be on stage and showing trailers and all that stuff. And it, it's – if I, I, wonder, I think I kind of had that feeling where 2019 was so long ago yet it felt like yesterday – because mm-hmm. those were cherished memories and, of course, led to Rise of Skywalker coming out and all of us meeting in L.A. Yeah. So, like, it, are you excited? Is it that element of celebration that, like, you're at least partially most excited about for for Celebration Anaheim? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I mean, just the what's great about Celebration, what's great about Comic-Con in general is it just it gives everybody a chance to get together, to have fun and to you know let their inhibitions drop a little bit you know everybody you you don't have to feel like uh you got you don't have to feel like um you're the only 
you're the only one. You get to feel like, oh, everybody's everybody's around. Everybody's excited about this. Everybody's just as excited as me because uh, because, you know, sometimes you feel like, well, yeah, everybody's heard of Star Wars. Everybody's heard of Marvel. Everybody's heard of these things and they they, they probably enjoy it. But do they want to get into the, the nitty gritty discussions about, you know, how the Bad Batch is setting up the Rise of Skywalker, which is being uh, backed up by the Mandalorian. And it's all all setting the stage for episode 10 in, in 15 years, which will bring back Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. <laughs> and like, like the, does everybody want to have those conversations? Well, at Star Wars Celebration, probably 95 percent of people do. So you're uh, you're you're going to you're going to. You, you you find sort of your kindred spirits there um and even if you can't be there uh if you're following along uh online whether you know watching the official live streams or, or keeping up on social media again you, you find those same people that are just as interested as as you are that would be there if they could be um but are not but uh, you guys are still following following along to that to the same level that yeah. uh you know you can you can create a sort of a vir- virtual version of of that connection how many celebrations have you been to before so I was, I was thinking about this earlier i think this will be my eighth wow this year yeah next month yeah because I, I my first one was celebration five in 2010 which was in orlando florida they, they I, i've been going so long that they still numbered them <laughs> um uh, and then Celebration Six was the next was two years later, also in Florida. That was my second. Then I went to Celebration in, in Germany, Anaheim. So that's four. London, Orlando again. So that's six. And then Chicago was seven. So I think think this uh, second Anaheim uh, Celebration will be my my eighth eighth Star Wars Celebration. So it, it will be the last Jedi <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> of celebrations for me well you know uh, what i think will be a good is a good thing oh yeah i i love last jedi i got nothing against it uh yeah. <laughs> but um for me personally this will be my phantom menace this will be hey. my very first celebration <laughs> it's, uh, go ahead i guess i just say yeah, you're gonna have the best time <laughs> like honestly dominic i'm thinking back to five years ago when it was first brought up that i would meet you guys uh, when we met in Texas for Last Jedi, for the Last Jedi premiere, and I'm just like, it, okay, this is like this pie in the sky dream. But I've been po- I've been starting to podcast in 2017. I was like, why can't I meet with the Star Wars Underworld crew? Why yeah. not? And then I did it, and the rest is history. It all it just goes from there. Um, but yeah, like I'm getting similar vibes to that where. Like this celebration, this could be my first time when I bought the tickets two or three years ago or whenever they're available. I'm, at the time, I'm just like, this looks expensive. Ah, screw <laughs> it. It's Star Wars Celebration. You've never been to one before. You you, you got to go to one at this rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially like, oh, I have the capability to do so. Like, well, why not? And I am kind of nervous, to be honest with you, but as everyone is for a first time event thingy, but that they've ever been to in their life. But I am very excited as well. I am prepared to spend lots of money on Star Wars merchandise. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, you have the option of doing that certainly, and I, I'll tell you some of my my first celebrations, those first two in particular, um, I just spent obscene <laughs> amounts of money. But in in Chicago, all things considered, um, I was I was collecting memories is, is how I'm going to phrase it, because I don't think I bought a single thing there wow. um, because uh, because I was having such a good time. And it's not because I've, I like, you know, 
had some grand realization in the time between celebration 2010 and 2019 that to stop collecting it was just like it's just sort of like well I'm, I'm having too much fun to like stop and and uh you know pay for something <laughs> i just have to i'm just gonna keep going um you know i still spent you know you still you still wind up spending lots of money on you know food and drink and and all of that all that stuff uh, that goes with it and in anaheim it's going to be a, you know there's the extra um joy slash cost of disneyland being just down the street from the <laughs> convention center and you know galaxy's edge being literally literally right there um, yeah but uh you're you 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 can go to these things and you, and if if collecting's your thing like yeah absolutely you're gonna find some stuff there that you're not gonna find anywhere else but if collecting's not your thing it's not like you're not gonna have it's not like you're gonna be bored you're still gonna have the best time yeah like yeah it's not just about buying the action figures it's about experiencing everything all the events mm-hmm. the activities the panels the podcasts that'll be there right yeah. um, and it's. It's so interesting that you mentioned that, that it's down the street from Disneyland. That's really special, especially with how popular Galaxy's Edge has been. So let me let me add this addendum to you, Dominic. Um, I think I mentioned it to you personally before. I have not mentioned it in this episode, but a few about a little less than a week before celebration begins, I am getting my master's degree. I am graduating from an L.A. university that um, that I've been going on online. I've been doing mm-hmm. online school for the past two years. And so I have graduation. And then right around that time or right after graduation, I am going two days Disneyland, two days California Adventure with family. All right. So that those will be the preceding days right before celebration. And and so like right after I'm going straight from Disneyland, I'm staying there and going to celebration. And I just. I'm going to be so overwhelmed, but I think it'll be the good vibes of over of, of overwhelmment. Is there yeah. a, is there a noun for overwhelming? I don't know. Over, but, overwhelmed? Maybe? I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's like a past tense adjective. But uh, <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, we're doing English 101 on Hype Function. Didn't think we'd do it, but here we are. <laughs> but yeah, either way, like it's, it's going to be a lot, but man – I just even just going to Disneyland, Dominic, they already have Star Trader and of course Galaxy's Edge has all the stuff you can buy. Yeah. Like even that is such a special experience. And yeah, I, I do am. You, do you remember when we were at uh, when we were at Galaxy's Edge uh, the last time when we were there in 2019? And uh, one of the things you can buy there in uh, one of the shops is you can buy the little lamp that Yoda tries to steal from Luke in Empire Strikes Back. And you can also buy Yoda's cane. And so while we were in the store, while everybody was like looking around the store, I picked up a cane and I picked up one of those lamps. And when I would go around to people, I remember the first oh, person no. I did this to was Ben. Oh no. <laughs> and I was holding the the lamp I on one this. side in my hand. And I said, hey Ben, can you grab onto that? Holding him the other side. Oh, and he oh. goes, sure. And he takes it. And then I take the cane and I sw- start swatting him on the head going, mine, mine, or I will help you not. <laughs> and you did that to me, Dominic. Come yes, on. I, at first I did it to Ben. Then I did it to you. Then I did it to Chris. And I think I just went down the line of all the people in our group where I would just get you off to the side from everybody everybody else and then offer you the lamp and then start swatting you with a cane in public. Um, 
and uh, I I invite you to uh, I'm I'm passing along that prank to you if you want it for uh, use on your on your family and friends. Oh no! <laughs> whilst at Galaxy's Edge, or help just, you, I won't. Yeah, just grab <laughs> grab the lamp, grab the cane, and just hey, can you grab onto the other side? All right, mine, mine, or I will help you not. <laughs> oh my God, that was oh, that was a good time. <laughs> I just that whole day was amazing. Just mm-hmm. being with you all. Just when we all went into Galaxy's Edge for the first time that day. Yeah. Like, I think Ben had already been in it, and I th- maybe Chris as well before. I I I'd, I'd been too. Yeah. Oh oh okay. I, yeah I, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have I no say, memory. <laughs> see, I I remember that I'd been too because I thought like okay you got to get into Galaxy's Edge and you got to get to the Millennium Falcon as quickly as possible because that's like the thing and I really wanted to see you and everybody else reacting to the millennium falcon because it's it's a surreal thing but we we sort of entered at like kind of the opposite end from it or i guess the falcon's kind of in the middle so no matter what you have to sort of pass through part of the park uh part of the land before you get to it and so like i was like hurrying along like let's like let's go let's get to the falcon let's go and <laughs> you and everybody else like wanted to like stop and take pictures of everything and i'm like why is everybody being so slow and then i remembered oh right because it's a magical experience just being in star wars land and and even before even even the parts that aren't the millennium falcon uh are <laughs> incredible to see you know like right there in front so of you. basically dominic you're han solo you only think about the falcon yeah, basically, basically. I, that, that's, that's Job of the Hut has a bounty. Nah, I don't care. I I just want to see my baby, the Falcon. <laughs> oh, it's, I was I was there in November of this year, and the the Ooh. best the best thing to do is to wait until like the last twenty minutes that the park is open, so like eleven forty p.m., and just wait by the Millennium Falcon, and then just go on it over and over and over again because you'll get you'll get off and then you'll just get right back into the line because there's no line and so from from about 11:40 to you know 12:01 a.m. I swear I rode the ride like six or seven times because I would just get off and just get on again. And every time, like, so, like we were cr- you doing this alone? Oh, yeah. By myself. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, there were like there was like one other person who was doing the same thing. And we were like riding, <laughs> riding the ride <laughs> together. So it was like, we, yeah. And every time we like were creeping closer to midnight, I was sure they were going to stop me and be like, no more. The ride's done. But I, I swear I got on the last one at 11:59, and they were just like, "Yeah, go for it, <laughs> go for it." You're, you're, as long as you get on before 12 o'clock, we're not going to stop you. Uh, and so, yeah, again, another one. Feel free to take uh, take that insanity uh, with you, and uh, just it's a good way to get as many Falcon rides in as you want. But you know, <laughs> like Han Solo, just mind on the Falcon. That's all. That's all. That's all that matters. Now the rest of the park's cool, but the Falcon, uh, the, uh, the Falcon is so special. Like that thing that they have there, like the ride is cool, but yeah. just just looking at the 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 one that that's just out there, that's just there. Yeah, like, like I, I I never thought I'd see that. Never. I think I still have the photo on my either my phone or my computer of like most people were take like outside of the Falcon mm-hmm. in the park itself. People were taking pictures at the usual spots in front of like the wide shot. But I went up to where the fencing was right before the on the ramp that goes up oh. in the Falcon. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the thing you see in the movies, not the actual way to go into the ride, but like the the physical like ramp there. You couldn't go on the ramp unfortunately. But I'm just like, why is nobody taking a picture of this? I love this ramp, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> this ramp I, is awesome. 
and then you add in like the stormtroopers and rebels being the resistance being nearby like it mm. was man i th- those actors those stunt people do such a great job of just like standing around and doing basically the same things to people every day you know mm. i can't imagine how difficult that is but man that that experience feels so immersive yeah it does it really does I can only imagine what the hotel is like in uh, oh god <laughs> in Florida. Hey, if you got five, if you got five grand and you got money to, to splurge on, we might as well be that. <laughs> uh, yeah, shockingly, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day, I keep you know keep hoping that I'll uh, you know I'll uh, I'll win the lottery or something. Oh yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah same here. <laughs> yeah, or or someone will just you know I'll just be walking down the street one day and some some crazy. Some crazy rich person will just be like, hey, you, I like the cut of your jib. Here's ten billion dollars. Do what you want. <laughs> like, OK, I'll pay, that, that pay, pay that my I'll pay my student loans, my mortgage and let's go on Galactic Star Cruiser. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I, did you ride Rise uh, the Rise of the Resistance? Right? Yeah. What was yeah. that like? It's pretty cool. Like uh, it's it's hard to describe uh, accurately what it's like because you're you know it's it's such a long such a long wait to get on that ride like you you wait you have to it, it's such a popular ride uh mm. you know it's brand new uh so you you do wind up waiting probably close to an hour and a half uh in line for it every time so it's it's a commitment so you're you have to sort of be ready to wait, but the the line the sort of the lineup area itself is pretty cool. Um, but then it, it's it's unlike any other ride I've been on, uh, or that there is because it's so story focused. You know, like most rides, they like put like a little story to it, but the the point of it is the experience, right? Like even the Millennium Falcon ride, like there's a little story to it that you're going to you're going on this mission to steal some coaxium for Hondo. And it's it, you know, but really that all of that is an excuse for you to fly the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> With Rise of the Resistance, it's like, you know, the ride sort of there's there's like two phases to it. Like it's almost two different rides put together and in between the two phases of the ride there's this whole like little story that that gets played out uh in front of you uh and 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 so it's it's really sort of you know it's sort of like if you imagine like combining like dinner theater with a roller coaster it's basically what you get <laughs> and uh it's yeah it's, it's really it's it's really really cool and it's a lot of fun and and you know they they managed to get all of the sequel trilogy actors to be a part of it um you know there's 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 video content from daisy ridley john boyega oscar isaac donald gleason um and uh even uh, adam driver lent his voice to a masked kylo ren uh so it's it's pretty it's pretty surreal it's pretty surreal i bet and just imagine the amount of work going into galactic star cruiser yeah yeah (laughs) pretty wild pretty wild. so so yeah, I think that's it's so cool that like Disneyland and Galaxy's Edge is sort of an, an extension of celebration in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know how that'll work. I'm assuming you'll have to buy Disneyland tickets and for me it's kind of redundant because once celebration begins, I'd have already been at Disneyland yeah. the week prior, but there's a yeah, yeah there, there's a there's a 
an evening event that's ha- happening, I think, on Friday. Uh, that was a separate ticket um, mm-hmm. where you could buy a ticket uh, and basically at a certain point you're going to have the, it's, it's, the, the Star Wars people are going to have the parks the park to themselves, uh, which is going to be surreal. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but oh, that's a but, separate ticket that I might not be able to go. Uh, yeah, I think it's sold out. I think it's really? sold out. I, I I stayed up all night to buy tickets for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm not missing this. I'm not I'm not missing this. Dang. Yeah. But yeah, I because it's said a luring factor. Like you said, it's right down the street yeah. from the conve- from the convention. It's literally next door, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Well, for uh, for celebrate the last time celebration was in Anaheim on, on the Sunday night. I remember a bunch of us. You know, we left celebration. You know, it closed up. You know, five o'clock on Sunday. We left. You know, four thirty, and we walked down the street. And we bought bought sort of. I don't know if they still do this, but at the time you could buy like an evening ticket to Disneyland and we bought that and went in and then, you know, spent another seven hours at, at Disneyland until it shut down at midnight. And that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't think I'll do it through that again this year. I think I'll just do the one, <laughs> the <laughs> one event. Um, but that it was really cool. But like so many people from celebration had done that. And so when we went to ride star tours, it was like, a little mini celebration just within the star tours you know ride just within the star tours like container and uh you know when when star tours goes to hyperspace everybody everybody cheered and it was like a, a celebration cheer it wasn't like a woo this is fun it was like a yeah let's go kind of thing <laughs> and uh it was yeah it was a good time <laughs> so yeah um i think we should talk a little bit more about celebration um, sure so Lucasfilm's already announced a few of the panels that will show up, and I, honest to God, don't have them on my screen right now, so I don't <laughs> remember what was announced. I think, okay, they announced. There's, there's three that I can think of. Okay. Uh, there's the sort of the there's the opener, the big opener on Thursday, which is the live action showcase, which will be Obi Wan Kenobi and or Mandalorian and more. Things, All right. things that yeah, we let's, let's talk about, about let's talk about this panel let's go mm-hmm. so go ahead uh well it's it's it i mean it's gonna be the it's it's thursday it's the op it's the opening panel it will kind of kick off the whole celebration and and yeah they've they've sort of promised that the the filmmakers who are are making uh these shows and some other things that they're that they haven't announced yet will be there to you know give a little preview of the of of what's coming up so you know it'll be the day before kenobi premieres so presumably there'll be lots of uh you know hyping up that uh who knows maybe they might even show an episode i'm just i'll just throw that out there as a possibility i don't know but it just seems like the kind of thing that they could and maybe should do um the the they'll be promoting andor so we'll probably get our first real trailer for that show there uh, and they said they'll have some teases for Mandalorian. So maybe there'll be a little teaser for Mandalorian season three, maybe a behind the scenes sizzle reel. Uh, and then, you know, it's then it's sort of teased that there'll be even more beyond just those three projects. So there's stuff that we know is in the works, like uh, the Ahsoka series or the Acolyte. You know, maybe there could be some announcements there about casting or release windows or, or something like that. Uh, or maybe just the filmmakers could come by and just say hi. Uh, and who knows, they might announce some other stuff. Uh, some more Disney Plus shows. You know, there's a rumor out there about, you know, a High Republic era show. Maybe that could be announced. Uh, maybe they could announce something uh, something else we're not even thinking of. 
Uh, and then like what if yeah, what if they they start talking about either Rogue Squadron or whatever the next film yeah. will be? Well, and then and then there's that as well as you know, will there be some talk about what's coming up on the theatrical side because yeah. there hasn't been much said about that in a while um and you know there was some rumblings a while ago that maybe things weren't going as well as they wanted them to so i'm hoping for you know a, an announcement that the subtext of which will be we've righted the ship everything's all right rogue squadron we'll see you in theaters uh you know december 2023 by the way we start shooting next week or you know something something to that effect um uh, you know obviously i don't think there'll be any trailers or anything for anything on the on the film side because that's so far away but uh i think yeah Trailers for Mando or trailers or behind the scenes for Mando and or and Kenobi seem like, you know, practically practically guaranteed uh, along with, um, you know, some some announcements here and there and teases about what else is coming down the pipe. I wonder if we'll get information on the whatever the next video game will be. So Lucasfilm Games has already announced some games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking this of the KOTOR remake coming to PlayStation 5. <laughs> Um, there's Star Wars Eclipse, which is apparently a long time away, so that we probably won't see anything about that. Uh, there's a Ubisoft game in development, and I might. Oh, and a Jedi, and the Jedi sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Maybe yeah. it's possible either through the showcase or through another Lucasfilm Games showcase or whatever panel. Yeah, maybe I we think, could get a tease for a video game. Yeah, so so the showcase panel is is just the live action stuff. So the gaming stuff will they will oh, okay. probably I, I'm probably, just getting hyped. I'm just getting yeah, hyped. yeah. They they'll probably have their own panel or showcase sometime later in the weekend. And in fact, I think that's practically a guarantee. And I think kind of the the marquee event of that, the the you know the thing that will everyone will come away from talking about it will be a a trailer for the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I think that'll be kind of the big thing. But uh, hopefully there'll be some more stuff to go along with it, whether that's um you know some more stuff about the the KOTOR remake or hopefully a, an announcement of what some of these other projects are. Cause you know, yeah. they've, they've teased a lot of projects and they've told us who some of the studios are that are working on them. Uh, but they haven't given a lot of details. And so getting some details about, about those other projects, I think um, is not outside the realm of possibility. In fact, it, it you know, I, I, I don't ever want to say anything should be expected if it's not, if it's not said that it's happening. But I think uh, I think uh, some it, it's not out it's not too far outside the realm of possibility uh, that we get some some announcements of some titles or or maybe some vague details of what some of these other games might be to go along with a big mm-hmm. launch of the Jedi Fallen Order two yeah. hype train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it looks like. EA, they're not expecting a big release later this year. Um, they were expecting the Dead Space remake. Um, that was supposed to be their big tentpole, but that got pushed to early 2023. So from the reports I've seen in the video game industry, it looks like EA is just focusing on their usual the yearly sports titles this year. So I don't know. If we get a Jedi Fallen Order 2 thing, like I, don't, I think that's 2023 at the earliest. I, 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 agree. I agree. So if I we get anything, a... it'll probably just be a short little teaser. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think maybe a, a cinematic uh, trailer mm-hmm. of some kind that will tease the story. Uh, I think do you is, remember is the likely. cinematic trailer that they that EA and mm-hmm. another company did for Star Wars Squadrons? Like that was really cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and go back and look at what they what they did for uh, for Fallen Order at Celebration Chicago. I think uh, I, I think something like that is uh, again a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so 
while we're talking about the live act, let's let's switch back to the live action stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible? We've been hearing rumors and reports about this other spinoff to Mandalorian. Do you think we'll get in the Soka trailer? Uh, not a trailer. I don't think. I think the the show is only going to have been filming for a couple of weeks, maybe a month by the time we're there. Um, but I think they're probably saving. It seems it seems possible that they're saving all of the big casting announcements to happen uh, when we're there in mm. in, uh, in in Anaheim. I think as as part of that showcase uh, panel that kicks things off, we'll we'll get the rest of the cast announced, and hopefully they can do something cool where maybe instead of just you know putting up their you know their actor headshots <laughs> of them you know posing for the camera, uh, they can put up like a a picture of them in their costume because there's supposed to, you know, there's r- rumor has it that, you know, Ahsoka rumor is, has it. is not, yeah. Uh, Ahsoka is not the only returning character in that show. And that there's, there's going to be some familiar faces from uh, the previous films and some of the previous uh, animated series that will be cropping up in there. And, and uh, you know, the, the casting, uh, the casting has leaked for some of for who some, who's going to be playing some of those characters, and it would be it would be cool to see them in their costume as a as a fun little tease for everybody uh, who's there or who's watching along at home, assuming they do the live stream. Yeah, and I think that's another thing element to show as well. I am curious personally if you know. Well, I, I think the Star Wars show has been on hiatus. The YouTube show has been on hiatus for a while. So I wonder if like StarWars.com is going to do like a little thing like if you can't make it to the panel or you weren't there in time, you could gather in this area next to the general like exhibition stages. You think you're going to do that again? I, I think they have to. I, I think they have it's to. It's a little um, different because the only Star Wars YouTube content we've really had is Christian Baver's This Week in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. The um, you know, the celebration live streams actually predate the Star Wars show. You know, they they hmm. did the uh, the first one for for Celebration uh, Anaheim the last time in 2015, and that was before they ever launched the the Star Wars show itself. So uh, even though yes, they're not doing the Star Wars show anymore, I think uh, I I have a strong suspicion that it's very much in their plans to have you know some kind of Celebration Live event that is happening uh, on on the sh- on the show floor the way. Uh, it was happening at the last bunch of them where uh, there'll be a stage where, you know, actors will stop by for little 15 minute interviews. Mm-hmm. They'll do, you know, bits, you know, comedic bits there. And when they're not, uh, you know, broadcasting something original on that stage, they'll use the screens that they've put up there to simulcast uh, mm-hmm. whatever the big panel is that's happening in, in one of the other stages. And the, the other thing that they've done uh, for as long as I've been going to celebration, they've done this uh, whenever there's a big panel. Uh, they they do simulcasts of it to the to the other rooms to the other uh, panel stages. So you know there's there you know there'll be for say the showcase event it'll be on the main stage, but then on all of the other s- smaller stages if you can't get into the main stage you'll be able to go to them and watch it on a on a massive screen, uh, which is what I did for the the Rise of Skywalker panel um, for 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 Celebration Chicago right they didn't do. Um, they didn't. They, they didn't do the overnight lines. They did a, a lottery system where you could, you know, uh, oh, yeah. enter enter your name into a hat essentially, and they would pull out uh, enough names to fill 
the Chicago auditor the the Chicago main stage auditorium, uh, and then they would pull out, also pull out enough names to fill up all of the subsequent rooms. And uh, even though you know there's there's something a little bit missing by not being in the same room as you know all the famous people, <laughs> um, <laughs> when it comes time for the trailers and that sort of thing, you don't feel like you're missing anything because uh, you know you'd be watching it on a screen no matter where you are. Um, and as long as you're surrounded by uh, an audience of Star Wars fans, everybody's going to have the best time watching whatever that trailer is. And so I, I remember for Celebration Chicago, Kieran and I, we were in, you know, the, the I think the second biggest stage and they just, you know, they just had a big screen behind the stage area where they were playing uh, what was going on in, on the main stage. And so we, you know, we watched Stephen Colbert try to interview oh, yeah. the rise of skywalker cast uh when they wanted to say nothing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh and but then at the end it ended when 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 it, when it was time for the the trailer uh you know it, it was no different than being in that main room because everybody was seeing it for the first time and everybody was just as excited to see it for the first time yeah i i remember watching that live stream i had to skip a portion of it um because i was at i was in class that morning at university but mm-hmm. man i i remember i didn't even think about it i didn't even think it was cringe at the time because my brain was just overwhelmed with dopamine of oh my god there's a star wars episode 9 trailer coming yeah, but yeah. like talking about it afterwards with ben i'm i'm talking about for those who don't who are listening you're like who's ben it's ben hart the star wars guy the founder of the star wars underworld we both love him he's he's amazing yeah he's okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah he was like yeah Stephen colbert was kind of cringy and awkward on there it was kind of well, weird it wasn't it wasn't colbert's fault colbert was trying his best the cast was very much and they were very much told not to say anything and so they were doing the whole oh, i don't know what i can say song and dance uh which gets old fast yep. <laughs> and so you know at one point you know colbert had this like binder with notes in it that were like his questions that he was going to ask. At one point he just sort of threw it away because nobody was answering his questions. And, and like he had like, again, like Steven was great. Cause he'd come out there and he did like, just like a five minute monologue, like he would do on his show, yep. except instead of, you know, joking about the news or politics or current events, he just did like five minutes on star Wars and it was terrific. <laughs> it yeah. was great. Um, but then the cast came out and like, he he was trying to get just like something out of them and he couldn't get anything. And so it was, it was sort of like at, at a certain point it was sort of like, all right, can we just get to the trailer? <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was still, there were still some great moments in that, like, you know, Kelly Marie Tran getting the standing ovation and, and oh, everything yeah. after all of, all of the stuff that she'd been through. And, and of and course, everything. yeah, yeah, of course. And of course, when um, Ian, Ian McDermott came on stage after the trailer, yeah yeah that was a moment that was pretty great i remember somebody out they his he had a great joke for the uh the rest of the weekend anytime anybody asked him about you know that panel and and that trailer he was like well you know i wasn't doing anything that morning so i thought i'd drop in for a laugh but i don't know i would have just used the line roll it again yeah (laughs) oh man so yeah i'm very curious to see what kind of shenanigans will happen at these panels? Uh, we also have a Mandalorian panel on Saturday, yeah, and a Star Wars: The Bad Batch panel on Sunday. So we know we're getting Mandalorian season three uh, at the end of the year, um, especially after seeing seeing our good pals Mando and Grogu on the Book of Boba Fett, uh, and then of course Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which 
It's been a while since we had Bad Batch episodes. It's been, what, like eight or nine months? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the show premiered on, on May 4th, so we're coming yeah. up on a year uh, from the premiere. And so then, you know, add another uh, 16 weeks or 15 weeks to that. So, yeah, it's it's so, been it's been a little while, and uh, it's yeah. been all quiet uh, from, from Bad Batch. I mean, it's all quiet on most things Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, these days uh, until about a week before they come out. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting a trailer for, for season two, hearing from Dee Baker and Michelle Ang, who are the, the, you know, the two stars of the show, and just, you know, hopefully finding out when season two will come out because i'm excited for season two season two was so season one was so much fun yeah and it was uh such a great it was such a great adventure to go on each week uh that uh i think uh, i think season two has the potential to be uh very exciting as well and a lot of fun so i'm I'm looking forward to that and you know we just need we just need more omega in all in our lives everybody needs more (laughs) omega yeah yeah very awesome usually it's so interesting with a lucasfilm animation project you're so used to having Dave Filoni representing, mm-hmm. but according to what I'm looking at, the Bad Batch panel will have the executive producers Brad Rao and Jen Corbett, and the mm-hmm. story editor Matt Mikshnovitz. I pronounced that terribly yep. wrong. That's about uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, Dave Filoni is only showing up at the, from what we know, showing up at the Mandalorian panel the day before. So it's uh, so fascinating help. to me <laughs> that Dave Filoni is like the steward, along with John Favreau, of the live-action side of Disney mm-hmm. Plus Star Wars. But like on the animated side, you know, obviously there's a bunch of amazing people at Lucasfilm Animation who are more than qualified. But it's well, just and, interesting and to, not... And who've learned from Dave. Like... Yeah. Uh, Brad Rao, Jen Corbett, and Matt Mishnevitz have all worked with with Dave Filoni for for years. They they worked with him on uh, on Rebels or on Resistance. Uh, Mishnevitz goes all the way back to the Clone Wars. Like they they've been they've been learning from this guy for a long time, and now you know he's moved on to you know a new challenge in the live action sphere, and he's left them to you know take what take what they've learned from him and build it off into something something else exciting and and hopefully even better. Yeah. Because I think it was interesting in um, in 2020 when I believe yeah Dave Filoni had a big hand in the Clone Wars the final season. Oh yeah, yeah. That I mean that was you know that was a Dave Filoni production. Yeah. <laughs> that show. Uh, so he was you know that was kind of in a sense that was his um, you know his swan song with I think with with the animated side of you know getting in there, it, you know getting that getting to put sort of the final touches you know put that final bow on the Clone Wars. Um, while also, you know, getting the first two seasons of Mandalorian off the ground, you know, that was a big, I think that was kind of his last big thing in animation. And then he kind of helped them get the Bad Batch off the, off the ground, uh, you know, with the, by writing, by co-writing the first episode. And then, you know, he sort of was like, all right, it's yours now. Take care of it. <laughs> you know, take, take good care of it while I'm gone. <laughs> and, uh, he's, he's now off, uh, having fun in, in the, uh, in the live action world. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been wild. To, it's wild to think about Dave Filoni's career and how he's gone from, you know, this sort of, uh, you know, kind of, I don't want to say cult figure, but that's Cause that sounds, that sounds like he was, you know, trying to get us all to drink Kool-Aid or something, but you know, like he, <laughs> you know, he had, he had a, a dedicated sort of fan base of like hardcore star Wars fans who were, you know, following along with the clone wars and then with rebels. And, you know, now he's, you know, a, a uh, an established big name in in Hollywood uh, as a as a producer and a writer and a director uh, of of live action television where you know people talk about him as somebody that they want to work with and it's it's just funny to think you know this guy who was you know um 
George Lucas's apprentice, his his number two uh, for for so long, is now you know kind of stepped into a, a role that George once filled. You know, maybe not with the same pedigree as George, but he's getting there. He's getting there, getting very very close. Um, but yeah, let's see. So I think another element of this that I'm very curious about. Um, Oh gosh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> like I was thinking about Kathleen Kennedy a few. Oh, okay, got it. So I think it'd be cool if Kathleen Kennedy was at the Lucasfilm Showcase. But there's another thing to consider with all this, Dominic. Mm-hmm. May 25th, the day before Celebration, is the 45th anniversary of Star Wars: A New Hope. As you know, Dominic, because I believe you were there, they had a 40th anniversary um, of Star Wars panel at in Celebration Orlando in 2017. Mm-hmm. Do you think is it possible for them to be doing like a 45th anniversary kind of thing with with Star Wars? Um, it's possible. Um, I, I, it would uh, it would be kind of su- surprising if there wasn't at least you know some kind of acknowledgement of it. Um, and we're also you know we're also looking at the uh, 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones, and I think um, much much in the same way yeah. that the Phantom Menace got a 20th anniversary panel in Chicago, I think Attack of the Clones will get the same treatment in Anaheim. Um, but I think, I, I sort of think that, uh, you know, 40 was the big year for a big, mm-hmm. for a big celebration panel. Um, and I, I don't think we'll get something quite like that until star Wars turns 50. Uh, I think, you know, 45, 45 is nothing to sneeze at. It's a, it's a, it's a great anniversary, a great age, uh, you know, to, to reach, but at a, at a certain point, you know, you're, you're looking at the, you want the zero on the end of the number. And I think with, with 50, you know, not too far away, I don't want to, I, th- I think you don't want to, um, you don't want to be celebrating too many anniversaries. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be going all out for too many anniversaries. You want to celebrate all of them, but you don't want to be going all out for them uh, when there's such a big one just around the corner. So I, I feel yeah. like for 50, I mean, I don't know how they top what they did for 40. <laughs> um, 40 was pretty incredible. Um, but I, I think for 50, that's that's where you see the next time you have like a, a major, major panel event uh, the same way you did in Orlando for, for what- 40. One of my music industry friends uh, posted a memory on her Instagram the other day from Celebration Orlando, and it was the part where John Williams made a surprise act and then (laughs) conducted the Orlando Philharmonic. And I just – I remember hearing from Ben how that whole thing went down, and Mm. I was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty surreal. It was pretty surreal. Like they – you know, they'd done – they did. They done. They brought out George for that panel. They yep. kind of done a "This Is Your Life" with George Lucas in, in sort of reverse chronological order of all the Star Wars things that he worked on. You know, so first they brought out Dave Filoni to talk about their animation time. Then they brought out Hayden Christensen and Ian McDermott to talk about the prequel era. <laughs> then they brought out Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford and and uh, Billy D and, and Peter Mayhew and and all that stuff to and all those guys to talk about the original trilogy. Uh, and then they did this sort of wonderful tribute to Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, it got Billy Lord to it was Billy speak. Lord and, and uh, George and Kathleen Kennedy both said some wonderful things about Carrie and they showed this just tremendous, probably the best, you know, sort of in memoriam montage anybody could ever ask for of, of for, for Carrie's life celebrating celebrating uh, her contributions to Star Wars. Um, and then, yeah, then everything is dark on the stage and just 
off to the side, this curtain opens <laughs> and there's the orchestra and standing at the orchestra is John Williams. And the place goes starts going absolutely insane. And and John Williams just like holds a finger up to his, his lips, like to quiet everybody down so he can start the music and everybody quiets down because it's like, oh, wow, John Williams is, is freaking Santa Claus, man. Like who else has that kind of authority? Um, and and, he, you know, he played the they did the the Leia theme and uh, to sort of close out the the tribute to Carrie. And then um, and then George and Kathleen Kennedy came out again and, and uh, they you know gave John Williams his proper introduction and they played a couple more more songs and that yep. was it. I remember what was so awesome and you could you could see on the live stream archive the awesome excitement in the room. Like you see the camera starting to pan over closer to John and you see fans on the bottom corner of the screen like standing up and like fist pump in the air going nuts. Yeah. Well, like, and, it, and it sort of went in waves too because the people that were right there yeah. were realizing Oh my God! There's John Williams, but like you know, the further away you got, the harder it was to tell exactly what was going on, um, because you know you're pretty far away, and and and, and uh, so you know you see this curtain opening, and you're like, what's over there? So there's an orchestra, and there's a guy with white hair standing at the. That's John Williams! Oh my God! Look at it. It took a moment for the realization to hit if you were further away. And I think I, I thinking back to that moment, I am just thinking about the orchestra musicians. These are cream of the crop professional musicians mm-hmm. who like who have been studying classical music for decades and who are well you know they're obviously professionals for a reason and they mostly do the usual classical music and stuff like that and i could just imagine how they're feeling that like hundreds of like nerds in the audience are like cheering them on <laughs> yeah oh yeah most thousands, people don't most thousands, people don't yeah. do that to orchestras <laughs> yeah i i have to think any anytime anytime you get to do one of these sort of star wars concerts it must be it, it must be surreal. I'm, that was that was terrific. You know, there are thousands of people there. Another one that I, I was lucky enough to go to was a 2015 at that after the Force Awakens panel at San Diego Comic Con. J.J. Abrams says to everybody in the auditorium there, he goes, all right, we're going to do this crazy thing where everybody here is going to get up. We're going to leave Comic Con. We're going to walk across the street to this outdoor concert venue and uh, we're going to have a live Star Wars concert uh, just out there with the San Diego Philharmonic Orchestra and everybody did everybody got up and we walked this you know we did this walk that should take you about five minutes but because there were so many people going yeah. so slowly it took about mm-hmm. 45 minutes um, but it's we like got over, out of a parking garage like yeah, yeah it took yeah. a while but we got over there and they handed out plastic lightsabers to everybody and and then the the, the music began and it was a you know it was a classical concert with the atmosphere of a, of a rock show like I'm surprised people weren't crowd surfing like that sort of thing like you might as well have had you should have had like a mosh pit going during the Imperial March oh my like, god <laughs> I know you would have been moshing Dominic oh yeah 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 we were we were pretty we were pretty far back uh for that event but it was it was still like it was the best time everybody was just waving their sabers in the air and like yeah rocking out to rocking out to some john williams classics <laughs> oh man, um, that, that's like the dream for me that's like when john williams goes to the hollywood bowl every year <laughs> yeah 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 well and and you know i i you would you would probably know this better than than i would but i i saw the toronto symphony orchestra do a john williams tribute concert it was actually actually in March 2020. So it was like a week before the world shut down. Oh, wow. It was like Good the timing. last it was the like the last thing I did. Um, and I remember the best being there. Last. 
Yeah, I remember being there and like hearing someone cough and going like, I don't know, should I be here or not? <laughs> should, should I be here or not? <laughs> um, but the the conductor came out and he said, yeah, you know, these these John Williams concerts, they're they're a lot of fun, but they're much more of a challenge for the musicians because um, you're you're playing, you know, sweet versions of music, movie music. So you're you're sort of hitting the most you're constantly hitting the most emotional beats in every song. You know, when you're writing a, a more traditional orchestra, uh, more more traditional, you know, symphony, mm-hmm. you build in kind of you know rest points for everybody where they can, you yep. know, they're they're not always going all the time with mm-hmm. the most emotional parts, but you know, when you're playing a John Williams concert, everybody wants to hear the Imperial March. They want to hear Duel of the Fates. They want to hear, you know, the Raiders of the Lost Ark March or the Superman theme. And they want like the big moments from that. So it's a really sort of like yeah. emotional, you're always hitting those big emotional beats. Uh, like that, and, that's what John Williams does best. Yeah. yeah. And so you're not, uh, you, you the, 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 the songs don't have those sort of more natural rest points built into them for the musicians. So it's, it's a weirdly, you know, it's, it's more of a challenge than, you know, doing, I don't know, a, a Beethoven or a Mozart concert. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I'm just curious to see how that'll all play out at celebration. Um, I'm also curious, Dominic, to see what will happen on the show floor. So um, what is, what are you do like are you doing anything interesting like is Star Wars Underworld doing anything for the show floor? Uh we're not this year actually. We're uh we're not going to have the booth this time around. Okay. Um we're we're just we're just going as uh as fans, but we'll be we'll be hanging out. We're going to have some giveaways so if people if we if people run into us, we'll have some we'll have some some swag for everybody. <laughs> um and we're looking into doing some like maybe maybe an offsite event or something, but uh we have nothing Nothing is is set as of yet, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to just kind of being there and going yeah. around and, and seeing the whole thing and and uh, you know getting to soak in just soak in the atmosphere. You know, um, on the one hand, I'm gonna miss uh, having the booth because that was such a fun way to experience celebration with the uh, you know having kind of a home base to hang out at. Um, getting to go in early, <laughs> things like that. Uh, but at the other time, on the other hand, I'm, I'm also looking forward to not being tethered to one place and, and just being able to go where I yeah. want, when I want, because, uh, you know, at that, at the last celebration I saw, you know, I got, I was lucky. I got to go to all of the big panels I wanted to go to all the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I didn't get to go to any of the small ones. And I always like to go to some of the small ones to see what else is going on. Uh, to you know, hear from Star Wars fans, or to hear from you know the people who made, uh, who made Star Wars, uh, you know, to hear about their their experiences. And so I'm I'm looking forward to getting into some of those this go around, uh, along with just you know spending more time on the floor and and uh, trying to hit up as many of those uh, big panels as I can, um, assuming that I have good luck in the in the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about the lottery with us, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, will you at least be recording an SWU podcast at some point? The the plan is to st- is still to do daily podcasts from wow. the show floor. Yeah, that's that's so how my... wait, so without a booth, how how do you think you're going to manage that? Well, we did them from D23 in 2019, and we made we made it work. Uh, we have enough portable recording equipment that. All we need is a place where we can sit down uh, that we can you know, quickly set up our mics and set up a, so what, what we need to set up and, and uh, record for you know, 45 minutes to an hour, uh, just somewhere, not even somewhere quiet. In fact, I don't want it to be quiet. I want you to be able to hear the convention happening around us. Uh, so that's, that's still the plan, and, and 
Yeah, I have every intention of making that happen. And if it doesn't, you can blame Chris and Ben. (laughs) (laughs) It's all Ben's fault. (laughs) It is. It's all Ben's fault. Um, Is Karen (laughs) able to make it this time or no? No, he's not going to be there. Uh, I know things are different now with borders and COVID and all that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's just uh, he's, he's sitting this one out um, unless, you know, something drastic changes in the next uh, month, which seems unlikely. But uh, he's going to sit this one out. He's going to he's going to, you know, couch con it, so to speak, where, you, you know, you watch from from afar. But uh, hey, it's what I did three years ago. I watched exactly. all the lives, watched all the live streams at home. And even that was an amazing experience. Yeah. Like, oh, for, yeah. for those of you listening who are like, oh, man, I want to go to the celebration, like. You're going to get a great experience. You're going to see all the panels. You're going to see some amazing things of Star Wars, attention to Star Wars that it doesn't always receive, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. But it's, you know, you're going to, they're going to, you bet the cast and crew will be doing so many like press interviews that will be blaring on YouTube and Entertainment Tonight <laughs> and all those things. Um, yeah. Like, well, I remember, I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I had to miss uh, Toronto Comic Con this year because I had oh. COVID. <laughs> um, but I managed oh. to, to live through uh, my friends who were there. And, you know, I, it, was, it, it wasn't the same. And, and, uh, and, but I still felt like I got a good sense of what was going on there. And if Celebration goes, goes all in on the live stream like they have in the past, which I, I fully expect them to do, yeah. as you're saying, you'll, you'll feel much more like you're there. But even if, even if you can't, even if you're just following along with social media, you can, you can still get a good sense. Absolutely. And of course, those Star Wars Underworld daily podcasts during Celebration will, will yeah. still fit the bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope. Exactly. If it's even possible, I hope to be on maybe one of them. Fingers well, crossed. I, I think I think I think that can be arranged. I think that can be arranged. <laughs> that was something, um, you know, with the Chicago ones that we managed to do is we managed to get a bunch of people. Yeah. Again, it was easier because we had the booth, so you know, people would just be stopping by, and we'd go, "All right, we're recording now. So if you here's a microphone, tell us your thoughts on this for five minutes, and then <laughs> and then go away. No, um, <laughs> uh, but no, tell us your thoughts. But uh, I I fully I fully intend to, you know. Do our, do our best to replicate and build on what we did the last time. And then that means, uh, you know, we're all there. So we might as well get as many people on as we can. I'm so excited, Dominic. Like, man, I can't believe I'm finally going to my first Star Wars celebration. This is going to be so awesome, man. You're going to have the best time. I'm so excited for you. Like, I, I hope you, you guys can help me out a little bit when I'm overwhelmed. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just very excited. I can't wait to see you guys again. It's been you know, two and a half years since since we last saw each other. So yeah. can't wait to meet up with y'all again. It's going to be great. It's, so, it's going to be great. So before we go to our next segment, I want to talk about one more thing real quick. Um, I mentioned there was another thing going on in May that shouldn't be overlooked, and that is Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's pretty obvious that all the big announcements will be at Celebration, and of course Obi-Wan Kenobi releasing then. But Dominic, do you have any expectations of what will happen on Star Wars Day this year? I suspect there's a Nobi One Kenobi trailer out there that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that, that's gonna get its get get its moment in the sun on on May May fourth and I moment I, in I the sus- twin suns yeah and and I suspect a, a certain heavy breathing masked robed <laughs> dude will show up uh, at some point in there and and we'll get a look at it so I I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I think we, you know, we've gotten the teaser, but I think there's another trailer uh, or some kind of preview that 
will will drop on the fourth, and that'll uh, you know tide people over until the till the the twenty sixth when celebration kicks off. And yeah, for those of you video gamers, what they've always done on Star Wars Day in the past is do a bunch of discounts on Star Wars video games that you can get on yeah. PlayStation or Xbox or the Nintendo Switch. So I'm expecting them to do that again as well. Like there's some pretty darn good deals for those games. Yeah, I, I suspect there'll be lots of lots of good deals on on games, on on merch, on publishing, on on all that stuff. And for those of you who aren't crazy like me and got Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga on two different consoles on day one, because that's <laughs> how I am, uh, per- maybe fingers crossed that they'll do like a little little discount for Lego yeah. Star Wars. Have you played Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, Dominic? I have not. I have not. Ooh. I do not own a, a gaming console. Uh, so I have not been able to play it. Uh, it is my one of my great regrets <laughs> at the moment. Um, but I just I don't uh, I'm not a gamer. I, I don't I don't really play many video games. And the ones that I do are, you know, very old versions of sports games from, you know, the mid 2000s. Which ones? Uh, I, I like I'm a, I, I enjoy NHL uh, 2007 and MLB 2004. It's either five or six. I can't. I can't remember. Is that um, the Sony series or 2K? I believe it was the Sony series. Okay. I, I, I play it. I play it. Here's a sentence for you, Jeff. I play it on a PlayStation Portable. Um, yeah. Uh, so like, and and like, I I play those very infrequently. Um, you know, gaming has just never been something I've really gotten into. I, I've enjoyed some of the Star Wars games over the years. Um, yeah, they got including- some some of the battlefronts on the PSP. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and I have a I have the Lego Star Wars the original trilogy, so the nice. the, the second one. So uh, you know I I I, I was look I'm looking forward to playing this current version of Lego Star Wars soon, <laughs> someday. Um, the good but- news is Dominic that like if you get any video game console that's like new then yeah. it, it, it will be on it. It's on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series S, Nintendo Switch. It might be on PC. Don't quote me on that. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I believe it is. I just, I don't have a gaming PC. I mean, I've, been told, I've been told it's not worth buying a game if you don't have a gaming one. Yeah, but like this game, it, there's it covers all nine films. It's incredible. It's an incredible yeah. experience, and I think you will enjoy it a lot, Dominic. I I I know I will from what I've seen of the playthroughs and 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 stuff. And um, oh yeah, I I know I know it's it's right up my alley. I just don't have the don't have the the you know the physical means to play it in terms of uh, having a console. So someday someday for happen. every for every star wars game that comes out i think oh this will be the one that i'll i'll finally break down and and uh buy it buy something for and and honestly if this if this one doesn't make me do it i don't know what will <laughs> this is the one i'm actually uh, the kotor remake <laughs> i no <laughs> not nothing against kotor i i think it's a terrific story and and, and it's a terrific game with a terrific legacy i just this is and this is something I feel about um, about like movie remakes and stuff too. It's not limited to video games, but I I just wish people would you know make new things, even if those new things are you know sequels or spinoffs. I I still yeah. think I'd, I'd rather see you know a, a a reimagining of Kotor than a remake. Absolutely. So I'm gonna go to our next segment. We've talked about a lot of good stuff tonight. A lot of things to look forward to. This segment's about the future. This is the hype factor, <laughs> the hype factor segment. 
is where we talk about what we are most excited about for the future. And I want to talk about Kingdom Hearts 4. Bet you didn't expect me to say that, huh, Dominic? I didn't, <laughs> I honestly I honestly could not tell you what that is. <laughs> okay, so this Kingdom Hearts series combines Disney with Square Enix. And they've had a bunch of games already that have released in the past uh, about past 20 years. It just celebrated its 20th anniversary. And so we, we've had you know, Sora, a new character, team up with Donald Duck and Goofy to go across all these Disney worlds, most of them from the animated canon. So like you go to the Little Mermaid world, the Aladdin world, um, you go to Hercules, for example. Um, and later games start going into live action a little bit with Tron and Pirates of the Caribbean. But um, they just announced a new entry called Kingdom Hearts 4 that's currently in development. They released a cool trailer about it um, that's going to be more darker and live action e. It looks really looks like a modern game. Looks very realistic, Dominic. Here is the catch. Here is the or not the catch, but here's the kicker that'll get your your gears rolling, Dominic. If you haven't heard about it already, there is ex, there is an extreme um, hints that Star Wars will be ah. in Kingdom Hearts 4. So I don't know if you've watched the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer that released like a week or two ago, but um, they, you see you see shots of this jungle forest planet. This, sorry, this is how tired I am. I say jungle forest planet. That makes a little sense. But you <laughs> see what looks very much like the forest moon of Endor. There's this brief shot that has what looks like the foots of an ATST. Ah. I kid you not. People on the internet have been talking about this. It took me a few t- t- times of looking at that trailer, but when I saw it, I watched it with a Twitch streamer that I was watching. She was reacting to it, and I'm just like, oh, oh my god, this is Star Wars. <laughs> like, and of course, like I've always wanted Star Wars to be in Kingdom Hearts. Like, it's been like a dream of mine since they announced um, the last game, Kingdom Hearts three, about nine years ago. So, do you think? <laughs> um, assuming you get a video game console by the time Kingdom Hearts 4 releases, do you think <laughs> you'll get that game solely for the Star Wars content, if there is Star Wars? Uh, it it depends on how much how much Star Wars there is actually in it. Like, um, I considered getting the um, what are those ones that came with the like statues? Disney Infinity. That one, yeah. I considered that getting that for the Star Wars stuff, especially when they started incorporating the Clone Wars. Um, but, but then I didn't, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have, I have one, um, one, uh, Disney infinity statue and it was a free giveaway at, at D D 23. It was just Mickey mouse. Uh, Love Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's, it's cool. I like it. Um, and it came with like this other thing that was like supposedly really rare. And I, I always thought, Oh, I'll sell that on, on eBay or whatever. And then I just, it just, it just never did. Um, and so I, I still have this like rare like disc thing just buried <laughs> in a drawer somewhere. Um, so along with my Mickey Mouse, uh, yeah, uh, Disney Infinity thing. But uh, I, I, it depends. It depends. I don't know. I, I, at the moment, I'd say, I'd say probably not, <laughs> um, just because uh, you know I don't play many video games. But if if it uh, if it if it seems if it seems compelling and I have a console already, I might be persuaded. I could be talked into it. <laughs> absolutely so i just wanted 
I I started playing the Kingdom Hearts franchise late last year, and I played all the games, beat them all, and it's it's an incredible video game experience. And just with Kingdom Hearts 4 got me got me so hyped, and with Star Wars possibly being in it, it's not officially confirmed, but it I'm I. I It'll be worth the money and and the hype and excitement if Star Wars is in Kingdom Hearts Four. So yeah. Dominic Jones, what is your hype factor? Right. So is this does this have to be about the future? Or could it be about the present. Uh, <laughs> if it define the what do you mean by that? Well, so what I'm what I'm really hyped on is the show that's on right now. Okay. Like not this instant, but we're in the middle of the season. Oh, okay. We're actually I guess we're at the beginning of the season, so it's it's kind of the future. Um, but the thing that has, I've been most hyped about for, for the last, really, really since, since, um, for the last year or so, and, and it continues to be one of the things I'm most hyped for, uh, and that is the TV show Taskmaster. Whoa. Uh, Yeah. I did not see that coming. Yeah. This is a, a, a British comedy game show. Uh, and basically what it is, is you get five comedians competing against each other over 10 weeks uh, in a series of goofy, 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 goofy tasks, like little mini competitions um, that they each do individually and then are scored on by the taskmaster. It was a, an actor comedian named Greg Davies. And it is absolutely hysterical. And you can watch, I think, the first 12 seasons of it where it is all on YouTube for free if you're in if you're in Canada or uh, America. Uh, if you're in uh, if you're in the UK, I think you can only watch the first like nine seasons for free. Then you have to watch then you have to, you know, use your TV subscription to uh, watch the other ones. Uh, but it is absolutely hysterical. It is consistently uh, one of the funniest things to me. And despite the fact that you know we're in the 13th season the 13th season just began last week it is still so it still finds a way to be so funny and so innovative that um i i so look forward to it every week it's it's so different from everything else that i i like to watch it's not it's not story based it's not science fiction based it's not fantasy it is just basically a basically comedians in a game show <laughs> uh and yet it is one of my favorite favorite things these days, and uh, I, I um, that's what I'm that's what I'm hyped on. I'm hyped on season 13. I'm excited for Champion of Champions 2 to finally come out, which has been delayed for quite some time, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, all the subsequent seasons that are are currently being made. So I uh, yeah, that's 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 my that's my hype factor is, is Taskmaster season 13 and beyond. Wow. Here I was thinking, oh, you're gonna say a celebration panel or something at celebration. I mean, Taskmaster. Yeah, I, I'm excited for celebration. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm excited for celebration. But in terms of like the thing that I'm looking forward to most week to week right now, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Thursday. I look forward to Thursdays for the Star Wars Underworld podcast and the new episode of Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> See, like for me, Thursdays are Halo, Fridays are iCarly. Hey, there you go. I've just been there watching those shows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that just about does it for the episode. Dominic, you host the Star Wars Underworld podcast every Thursday, as you just said. Where can we follow you on social media and where can we follow and listen to the Star Wars Underworld podcast or and or anything else you got going on? Uh, you can follow uh, you can follow me at Dominic J25 on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I don't tweet very much anymore. I, I post 
occasionally over there and I post occasionally uh, on on Instagram. Instagram is more my preferred platform these days. Uh, so at Dominic J25 and then you can uh, listen to the Star Wars Underworld on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcast just by searching for the Star Wars Underworld. Uh, and you can also watch the episodes on YouTube uh by searching for the star wars underworld on youtube and and you can actually watch the full uh the full broadcast or you can watch clips of it after the fact um and it's been a lot of fun to uh incorporate our little audio show into the world of video yeah uh, it's been has been great and uh one other thing i'll plug and uh jeff uh i think you'll you'll be familiar with uh with this uh uh, people should be uh, also be uh, following at Percy the Puffer Pig on uh, on Instagram because uh, for some reason that guy started posting again and I don't really know why. I saw that. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was very cool. I'm curious to see what Percy if maybe Percy will go on some celebration adventures. I I, I suspect he will. I suspect he will. Although right now if you go and you have a look at, at Percy's uh, <laughs> Instagram account, he's very into Taskmaster too. Uh, <laughs> Shockingly, that dude seems to have almost identical identical um, interests as me. <laughs> some, for what a some reason, I can't I can't figure out why. Nobody seems to know why, but uh, yeah, at Percy the Puffer Pig. Uh, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff, Dominic. I appreciate you coming on here. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm on Instagram at jifw52. And uh, yeah, I host this hype function podcast once a month. I anticipate doing a probably a Star Wars celebration preview in early May, although we technically did that in this episode with, Dominic, <laughs> with you, Dominic. Um, but I, I'll end up I anticipate doing an episode before celebration and then right after celebration, I'm going to do a recap video. I might bring Ben back. I might bring you back if you're interested. I, I'm not sure yet. We'll figure that out. But yeah, you can find Hype Function on Spotify. That, that's where I primarily upload the podcasts or, or on any other podcast streaming service that you use. It should be on most, if not all of them. So yeah, um, I believe that just about does it for Hype Function. Dominic, do you have anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, just uh, thank you for having me. It's always yeah. fun. Thanks for being on. All right. Stay hyped, everybody.